is giving talk dirty. It is. We're talking dirty. We're gonna be we're gonna be so controversial this episode. It's giving polarized. I like to give polarized. (laughs) So friends, as you may have noticed, Donna's not here. We have a special guest. We love Donny, Zanny, Zanny. This is your girl Rahel. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, this is the legendary Mercy Kelly. Oh my god. I am from Brooklyn. My whole life, so I have the I have the license to go off. We love. Oh, please do show us more mercy. <laughs> show us more mercy. <laughs> I have a, you know, I have to say, I have had um I've been in many a space with many a people. And had to be in conversation whether I liked it or not. I have never felt like like I'm having a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. I admire. And today... You admire me? Love. Oh, my God. About? What are you talking about? Oh my I'm a sweet. I'm a sweet. <laughs> I also... Don speaks so highly of you. And I just am like... Don knows. You know? Don knows. Oh, Don knows. knows. That boy. So, um, yeah, I just want to say, like, thank you so much for filling in. I mean, like, Don, sorry, Shorty, maybe you shouldn't come back. Like, I don't know. JK, JK, JK. <laughs> JK, obviously, JK, love you, miss you. Um, love down. Love down. We really forever. do love you. Yeah. And so, what a special treat. And, like, you know, Mercy and I were discussing before we got on the air, like, what we would chat about and I was just like yeah exactly like I don't even think I do I even need to talk maybe I should just like you know sit here I'm in my little chair and just like look at you deep in your eyes if you're comfortable (laughs) with that and just listen listen to everything you have to say which what do you want to start with well you know so Mercy mentioned you know it's now we're a week out from I think it's a week or maybe a little more but from fashion week and as New Yorkers, like we were really on the sidelines witnessing um, Fashion Week or the shit show that it was. And I feel like this would be a great venue for us to sort of rip it to shreds. How do you feel about that? Did you see that video that's like kind of going viral of the PR person at the door and this woman arguing? And like he's basically like roasting her. He's <laughs> ripping he her. He read to the eyes out that woman. And I can say this, that would never happen. Ever. At Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. It would never get that far. Like, that was as entertaining as As that spectacle was. was, That would almost never fucking happen at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. The way eyes would have connected and someone would have kindly escorted that lady clean out of the space. It was crazy. There was, like... I, it just was like, yes, it it seemed like a, a cat fight, a street fight happening. And I just I wasn't rooting for any parties involved. Mm-hmm. And I just I wanted it to end immediately. And I felt like the class that you usually I don't want to say class because I actually really don't. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? The sophistication, get into it, get into it. the sophistication that should have been involved in that situation was nowhere to be found. There was no deportment. Nothing. There was no. It was it was so inelegant it for really like was. fashion week. LOL, like low. You're you're a door person. You're already in. You're the PR. She's trying to get in. There's already a power imbalance. Why are you like? Why are you in the mud 
Why are in the you mud. slinging? She's why are you getting in the mud with her slinging? And then on her, I'm like, girl, is it really that fucking necessary to get indoor to a, a show or whatever the project was that you're like shouting in your best clothes? And I use best generously. Ge- very generously. You're like shouting outside in your green anthropology dress. <laughs> At this door person and like everyone, because we live in an era of everyone must have their phone out and record the moment. Like, girl, now you're like immortalized for getting roasted. Like Ooh, this man said, the are only, you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? I, I would be embarrassed. embarrassed. Like he said to her, the only time you got fucked is by genetics. By ge- yeah, that was a I was crazy like, oh, wow. line. Like, that goes crazy. And I was like, to be honest, like. That was tame because I've heard some crazy shit. I really have. But for it to be immortalized from like a, a white queer man saying that. To uh, a, a white woman. Was she a white? She looked like a white woman to me. She could have been off-white. It was an off-white. It was an off-white Woo! show. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just like, oh, wow. Like, that's that's nasty. Like, you know, stand up. Like, Stand up. I'm going to need y'all to stand up. Like, you know, that's, you know, you use the word elegance. I really feel like Fashion Week lacked elegance mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like, it was it was a, a dark time. It was shabby in every sense of it. Um, and, you know, yeah, I just was like, I always, I feel like, you know, whatever. I Years ago, maybe I would have attended. Maybe I would have participated. I have mm-hmm. been on the sidelines, bird's eye view, just perched watching and i feel like this was the first year where i was like i actually forgot i don't really care um i only knew because i saw like some of my friends had were djing events good for them mm-hmm. big you get know the money get that money money because i don't you know it's like fashion week has always been dumb in that sense but like it's a one time that the people who really should be getting booked and being busy and getting mm-hmm. paid are so there's one positive that came from it. It was that. But yeah, I was just like literally like n- not paying attention and didn't want to. Didn't feel an ounce of FOMO. Didn't mm-hmm. feel an ounce. At of- all. I- like I didn't feel like I was like missing anything from the party. It didn't feel like Emerald City. It's like, oh, it's just another event that's happening this week that I feel like everyone is going to do their best to give. Look at me. Look at me. Like Ooh. it was... Very pitiful on the designer side because they're because this is New York Fashion Week. I just want to really impress upon the listener that there's a there's a very big difference between New York Fashion Week and Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. Fashion Week. Right now, we have the New York Fashion Week where it's like they're posturing with the idea of inclusion and everyone's a winner and everyone can come. Whether it's designers hosting the shows or anyone off of the street, if you have an email and internet. You can somehow get like a ticket to L- LMAL to the designers that are willing to participate in this new era of what is supposed to be Fashion Week. I was because I don't know a lot of these designers. I'm not excited by the clothes or I, I don't know to be excited because I'm not familiar with their work. And yeah. then for the ones who we. The ones who have not made it to legacy brand status or real luxury status even the ones who were participated i was like oh wow like i'm not blown away like yeah i saw some like clips of area their show and then i saw was their front row i'm like i don't know what is more funny exactly like the general like 
to see the people who are sitting in the front and each person's face were in the gamut of emotions. I was like, yeah, they, they, honey, I feel how they look. Exactly. Like, they're over it and they're in the front row. It was, it would have been a comedy. It was a tragic comedy for me to Absolutely. watch. Absolutely. I had also mentioned before that this is also coinciding with this like, Month long, it feels like months long. Months long, definitely. Months long celebration, 50th anniversary of hip hop. And like for it to be dragged into the conversation of Fashion Week and being celebrated during Fashion Week in New York when I feel like there's like an inherent clash and dissonance between those those two factions was just like also such a fucking shit show. Like to see... You know, Fashion Week used to sort of be like a if there was an artist that had a tie to or had a foot in the door to having an ear to the streets about what's happening Mm -hmm. fashion wise, you might see them front row. You might see them participating. You might see them with the designer. But, you know, that in what what is giving hip hop today, like you don't have any of those people like at best they have a decent stylist. Mm Um, and for them to be participating and being front row, like it literally was like they were told to be there and they were told to wear something and like not a thought was put into not anything. A it was at all. a bunch of pieces of a jigsaw puzzle put together incorrectly. And we were supposed to, as viewers, believe that this is what Fashion Week is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I'm showing my my age. Maybe I am just like one of those people who are like, back in my day. But, uh, you know, this was this was like, and it made absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of posturing, signaling. Look at me, I'm in the right place. I'm wearing the right thing. I'm in, I'm sitting in the right seat, thus. I must be the face of, I must be somebody who is in tune with fashion, New York fashion. Mm-hmm. I am fashion. And I was like, this is, I'm sorry, Saweetie. I don't believe that. Oh, absolutely. I know that's wrong. It's so, it's embarrassing to watch because even the rap girlies who are like kind of into fashion didn't really make any noise this season. No. Like, Colin Carter styles Cardi B. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anything. Nothing. Nothing from Cardi B this fashion season. And like no one. I'm surprised she hasn't even like attempted to come out with like a capsule collection or a line with someone. But the, the hip hop, oh my gosh, this 50th anniversary of hip hop, it feels like it's been going on for months now. Every show now, there's like a segment of like all of these rappers that are coming out and doing their bops and things, you know, all that shit feels great. I, as a black trans woman, am not excited at all. Um, I don't feel included in that celebration. And then for the designers who are posturing, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> these are people they wouldn't associate with you ever. Outside of the clothing that you provide. For sure. They wouldn't associate with you. Like, I, and it makes me think of, like, Kirby, Kirby Jean Raymond yeah. of Pierre Moss. Like, a lot of, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think some of his clothes are great. A lot of the entertainers who he surrounds himself with or who he posts the pictures and things, I can't help but think that if he wasn't giving them free shit, 
Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have the time of day for him. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Listen, I I have a a major problem with any anything or any any industry that is overstepping its bounds mm-hmm. when it comes to fashion. I feel like New York Fashion Week or just like what fashion has represented to New York in general has always to me felt in the past been somewhat sacred. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is and has always been a place where uh, queer people, people who are just generally outside of the norm, mm-hmm. are elevated, who are given the space to do their thing and be celebrated for it. It is definitely a venue where if you are not of the norm, mm-hmm. you are not only going to be appreciated and celebrated, you're going to get paid. You're going to have, you can have a thriving career. And it's like, it's a place where people who don't belong flock to. Mm-hmm. So for having, and 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 in New York, there are a lot of brown people who are a part of that. There are a lot of poor brown people who are a part of that. So for something like hip hop, which could, which could in, you know, it, in specific times and spaces could overlap with that and has overlapped mm-hmm. with that. What it is today, the like vapid capitalist, like um, homophobic, mm-hmm. uh, sexist, colorist industry that it is, whether we like to admit it or not. I mean, I'm happy to admit that mm-hmm. um, for it to step into and think it can run parallel with or in, even intersect with what a fashion week is supposed to be for us in New York is like downright offensive to me. Like, I, I don't think there's a place for that. And unless you have earned your keep or like earned the right to step into those spaces, there shouldn't be there shouldn't be this like overlap or really what happened this season was mm-hmm. this overshadowing. That's probably why I was like, what the fuck is They've going definitely on? had I, I've never known a celebration of anything to go on this long and almost feels like it's like it feels like here damn like take this like because <laughs> it's just going on much longer than i think it has should and it's also like how we talked a little bit off mic that now everyone is trying to bring back that nostalgia yeah and God. all of their projects and the way that we were so consumed with the award shows. Like, no one gives a fuck about award shows anymore. Not at all. No one gives a fuck about a lot of these things that were metrics of success. Now, like, now more than ever, you have artists, and not just limited to hip-hop artists, yet now more than ever, you have artists who are espousing the, like, the benefits of going independent mm-hmm. and what it means to be independent. I feel like just the conversation of a 360 deal is so much more prevalent than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that, like, even then, which is so funny with this P. Diddy thing, like how he's trying to give folks back their publishing... But then the upside to that is that they have to sign an NDA saying that they won't ever talk bad about talk shit about it. Diddy or Bad Boy ever again. And it's like also the publishing isn't worth shit, shit anymore. Now. Exactly. No one's making money off of that shit. Fuck like, you, Diddy. That's like, and and he knows that because every single artist that was signed to Bad Boy when Bad Boy mattered has plenty disparaging shit to say about not just Diddy and his behavior, but the way that the label 
robbed them blind. Robbed them blind. Left them literally broken homeless. Like for for Jadakiss to be talking about him selling his CDs at the trunk of his car after the one deal that he signed with Bad Boy is just like, what the f- what the fuck is this man talking Diddy about? Diddy screwed over everyone in his orbit. Ugh, I have a lot to say about Diddy. But it's like, it's not like, but it's enough to have his son like, you know, <laughs> I guess dancing on stage with him. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Looking a mess. And he Looking had his daughters. His daughter's dancing too. I don't know if you saw that. I was like, get those young ladies off stage. Like, they don't deserve the ridicule that is, and that is soon to come their way. Because it's just like how, like, their father is like a super villain. In actual, in black music. He actually is. And the fact that the, that the machine, the rebrand machine has been in overdrive for the past, this shit? Now he's love. Now he's trying to call himself love. I'm like, like, bitch, you are puff fucking daddy. You are. Sean Diddy Combs. Ain't no fucking love. Not one ounce. Are you fucking ounce, kidding? Not one ounce of love. Where's the think, love in the NDA? Where's the love ooh, in the NDA? Oh, I believe, I believe, first of all, I, I would like for Diddy to come out of the closet. Don't you just love an open secret? I lo- <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I have... There are like multiple different ways that I have come into somebody who has said like, I have proof or I know for a fact that Diddy loves twinks. And I- Good grief. The like- Good fucking grief. The like- uh, Not twinks, Diddy. Like even like a stranger I met on the beach who happened to, I'm not going to say, but turned out to be somebody who was like- you know, very well connected in the hip hop industry and had been to a fair sh- his fair share of Star Island parties in Miami at Diddy's house and was just like, let me tell you what this nigga's been up to. And like for multiple people to corroborate that after the fact in many different ways, it's just like, okay, well, like, let's are we okay all right carisha get on air and talk about how he does rounds all night with women i believe you it's not enough for me to like have sex with diddy like i have to get something out of it like please tell me you left with some jewelry some money like i'm not i would never be impressed with something like oh yeah i had like sex with diddy who is saying that okay and who is saying that like literally never not not ever and any woman who he's ever been with or who he's gotten pregnant, like you've just literally never heard from they him. They hate again. him. Like it says a lot that, like them, like he divorced Cassie, and like shortly thereafter, she dated someone, married him. She seems like the happiest she's ever been. She has a child. Like I can't help but think, like thank God this woman's womb would not produce a child for him. You, uh, but again, I feel like that was an arrangement and i feel like that may have been an arrangement she was stuck in it was contractual, oh absolutely and i don't know i feel like she was his beard she was a lovely beard she was a lovely beard she good was for a you lovely diddy beard. good for you diddy but great for you cassie you gotta you have Thriving. a man who Thriving. loves you with beautiful children and a husband through some big shade Oh, we love a good love a good We love shade. a tree. Love? Get the rule the tree. Love a regular nigga who don't actually care. Give don't a give a fuck about, about this ditty. industry shit. At and all. And it's probably very well connected on his own. Like, you have to think about some of these people's spheres of influence. They're only intimidating 
in their sphere of influence. The moment exactly. you step outside of it, it's like he's a very small fish in a very big pond. Period. But yeah, you know, we love a tangent. Um, what were we even talking about? Diddy? Fashion? Yeah, we were talking about the fashion and the, and you know, the 50th anniversary of hip hop child. Like, blah, 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 blah. Um, like, Mary J. Blige zonked out. She was like, auntie, auntie, really, like, how did I end up here? Like, seeing that picture of her, like, checking her phone and one of like, what? Like, in her mind, like, I love, like, she is, like, that last bastion of performers. Like, they don't give a fuck. Actually don't care. And you care. see it on her face. Like, there is no veneer of, like, let me look good for the cameras. Like, if Mary is displeased, you will see it. Like, I'm, I'll never forget, like, that, <laughs> like, that clip of her and little Kim presenting it was like it was just it was some award ceremony and basically with her little kim and diana ross on the stage and diana ross like played at little kim's wig and mary looked like girl the, get the fuck out the of face here. Like, the face the face like and it's like that disgruntled face i fucking love it like because she's she's earned the right to have that face but I mean, also like you should be able to have that face if you see some fuck shit going around. Ben seeing some fuck shit, had to dodge it, dip it, was forced into it. Also, a Yonkers girl, which... I didn't know that. Yonkers. I always thought she was a Brooklyn girly. Yonkers. Which for me, like, as a as a Bronx girl, I'm mm-hmm. like, even further north and more ghetto. She is the, and definitely ghetto. Like, but, I can't wait for her tell-all. I... I cannot wait for Mary's I cannot wait, tell-all. but I also... If she does one, to be honest. I Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe... I don't know if she's above it, but I feel like she just... It's like Greek to her. Like, she like mm-hmm. a tell-all, like... Bitten. I'm singing albums. I'm still in the studio. Every two hour, two years, gotta... gotta fuck. She, she put out an album in, like... I can't remember, maybe 2019. She had, like... Migos on it. She remember that song she had like with Dave East on that album. Like um, her Good Morning Gorgeous. Like Mary asked, just being in the Renaissance because she has to pay them bills. She because that man sucked her dry. Yep, manager, former manager, former manager and husband, and she, her dry. She got to pay him alimony, hundred plus k a month. He was requesting a a personal chef, and the judge granted it. Baby, it's easier to kill him. It really is. It really is it like really easier. Is. Like <laughs> you are Mary J. Blige. You can't <laughs> like girl. With everything you don't know you've somebody from Yonkers who can make it happen. Exactly. Like, no more drama. I can't believe I'm about to quote Fifty Cent, but um, he was on like a radio interview, and they were talking about like alimony and things like that, and he was like cheaper to keep her. It's like no cheaper to kill her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck Fifty Cent. Fuck His woman hated ways, but, but sometimes like, that nigga got a quote. It's like. Pay you alimony and then probably like spousal support. When I can pay some little young nigga off the corner who probably want a new chain or like off your top if I have you here at at this location and I don't ever got to worry about that shit again. Ever again. Ever again. Oh my. 10K. That's all it takes. I mean, maybe not in this economy. It might be like 18. Some of these niggas work less. I'm not saying I know anyone who does, but. These niggas really work for less. They out here. Like, are the bars, like you said earlier. The, the bars, bars in hell, hell, honey. Speaking of the bars in hell, let's talk about back to the fashion child. Ooh, yeah. Um, so I did see one of the shows I did manage to see was the Gypsy Sports Show. Mm-hmm. And you, you said know, speaking of the bar in hell. Speaking of the bar in hell. And <laughs> I was just like, wow. 
It is not about the walk. It is not about the clothes. What is it about? Social capital. Mm. Because, like, at this point now, like, his shows seem to be, like, littered with, like, a lot of personalities, well-to-do, like, highly, highly visible people, whether they're influencers, models, or whatever kind of entertainer that the person like, seems to be. They're walking. And I'm like, but honey, these look fucking crazy. Like, then the clothes. I'm like, I ain't never heard nobody say they're wearing, like, gypsy sport in the street. I'm rocking A lot gypsy of that sport. shit looks, like, crazy. Like, I mean, one of my homegirls walked. And you couldn't tell me that they didn't just sew some doilies together. Day some of. lace doilies the day of. And slap that shit on her. Period. And, like, huh, make it fashion. <laughs> How do you make it fashion if you can't walk? <laughs> Fashion, but make it fashion. <laughs> like, LMAO. Like, be for real. Like, be, be for, fucking real. for real. Like, this looks crazy. Like, come on. And it's not enough to do it. Okay, because you know, I guess the girls, they'll swallow it because it was done at the Samsung, like, okay, store in what? Fuck, meatpacking. So I guess that makes the, the poor clothing and the poor walks. Poor. Poor. Piss poor. Poor. We love alliteration. We're piss, piss poor. poor. I guess that makes it acceptable. And it's just like, girl, no, like it's not. It but, looks late. But that's the that's the big issue here, right? Is that like there is nothing to it. There's no if if the fashion week is not about the clothes and they're not being if not like well made, at least doing something innovative, mm-hmm. right? If it's not about that and it's not about the walk. And it's not maybe even necessarily about the models. What if it's not about a look and a presentation? What is it about? What is it about? I feel like it's just like just just trying to keep a name in people's mouths that no one will really care to say when Fashion Week is over. Because like, honestly, that's the only time I ever really hear about Gypsy Sport, if we're being honest, twice a year. To be honest. And like just very, just like skating by, like skating. Skin of the teeth. Didn't um, even know they were still in business. I know that's shady too. That is I, so shady. Is it? No, I mean it's an observation. I mean, I, no, no, no. It's um, an observation for you. It's a, it's a, it's a shade it's for shady me because I used to. There was an overlap many a year ago. Once upon a time, when I was a performer, okay, it was being it was a me being a styled in a thing in a thing in a doily a gypsy. It was not a doily. It was uh. actually a cute. It was oh, probably when, when, just when, a, when the clothes were actually clothes. when clothing. Yes, when the clothing was clothing, and Clock that's it. why put him put him on the map. You know, Clock it. Haven't, haven't seen it. They selling business. It's give give. It's giving give it up to God. 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 Oh my God! And on that note. And on that note, we're gonna give it up to God. <laughs> we're gonna take a little break. Give you more topics, more hot topics in a bit. <laughs> I'm chewing on this high chew. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, kiwi is good. good. That's fucking delicious. <laughs> mm, welcome back. Welcome testing, back. Testing, testing, chicken wings, French fries. Mm, mm, damn, I freedom ate... to freedom to freedom. I ate a lot of fried shit this past weekend. How did that make you feel? Um. I mean, it felt good in my soul at the time. And now? In my gut, not so much. Literally, mm. like, the gut biome is not so happy about it. Can we have a little moment of, like, ick? Mm. Quickly? There's nothing like a good shit. Yeah. Girl, that's not an oh ick. God, like, I had one. 
Uh, what was it like last night? Uh, I was like, wow. I love it here. Really jealous. (laughs) I'm really, really jealous. I took a flight to Toronto Mm -hmm. this past weekend for my cousin's wedding, which was amazing. It was a giant Eritrean wedding, which if you've never attended, I Mm -hmm. highly suggest. Um, Minus the whole like policing your what you wear and Mm -hmm. all of your behavior part. That kind of is like, okay, But... um, yeah, so the food was amazing, mm-hmm. but they like really kind of encourage you to really gorge yourself when when and like you know our Eugene food is like fucking delicious, but two plates of it in a tight dress, like dun, dun, dun. sharing a hotel room, you can't like shit freely. Also, for me, when I fly, it always just like the timing really ruins my regularity, mm-hmm. so I don't get my. I don't get shit moving literally the way I wanted to. And it just is like, I'm still in recovery mode. Like today was just like lots of fiber and water and, and more water and even coffee. And, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to exhale. Exhale um, from below. Exactly. An evacuation. You know, I was, it's also like psychological too. Like if you feel like, I don't think I'll be able to really shit here. It's like, mm-hmm. why saying, oh, I guess we're not coming out, kids. I guess we're not. <laughs> kids are not going to the pool today. But sitting in a spot, yeah. The shade room. The shade room. Speaking of shits that just won't come out. Um, The shade room. Yeah, I really wanted to discuss, you know, I've always felt this way. Not always. I want to say past few years. um, I unfollowed the shade room a few Mm. years ago, a few years back. And I know generally my peers uh, agree with me. That the shade room, which has become in many ways a new source for our our brethren, sistren, and all of the above, um, is just kind of like such a t- terrible mindfuck for Black people, and is seriously doing all of us a disservice. Um, I would say that it's an environment that is mostly you know, FUBU for us, by us. Um, but what it is doing is spreading, I feel it's baiting and spreading misinformation. And it feels like the Black Fox News to me. Um, <coughs> and I like really, really, truly, like if I can, me as a person that like n- knows the difference between like a salacious title, a baiting title and like actual news or like, a person who actually like likes to dig deeper and do a little more research likes to take the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, watching peripherally or like bird's eye view, watching reading posts on the shade room. Like sometimes if, if it's just like gossip or fodder, like I can take it like, Oh my God, Tiana Taylor and I'm on Shumper broke up. That's crazy. But if it's like getting your news from it or like, Having it be a source of influence, like real influence on my brain and my day and my psyche, like mm-hmm. it's a really fucked up, terrible place. And I feel like I can't say that around so many audiences without coming off as like some sort of stush, like privileged, you know, like, oh, here comes that private school bitch with that with that mentality. Mm-hmm. But um it's not ignorance, mm-hmm. you know, it's more of like a, 
like this feels very intentional and for that i'm 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 i take venom and spite to to the shade room mm -hmm. and like you know whatever anyways i i really wanted to just get that off of my chest because i hate I hate I hate that it does. I hate the sorts of messages it is spreading as facts to audi a giant audience of mostly brown and black people. You know what I mean? If the shade room is the black Fox News, then Angie Wandu, who is the founder of the shade room, is Tucker Carlson. A hundred percent. A hundred, a hundred percent. I, you know, I feel like I was so excited by what the shade room, like, could do in the beginning. And now I'm just like so turned off because the shade room is the model and the standard for what a lot of like black urban blogs think they could be and the success and the levels of success that they believe that they can reach. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't recall seeing so much blatant homo and trans antagonism. For sure. Until like Loki, I feel like maybe their relationship with the Jake's family started. But that's another conversation. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, people really do get their news from the shade room. I was like, oh, my God. Like, we as a society have fallen. They're like, we failed. a lot of the black delegation gets their news from headlines. Because people don't read anymore. Like, they don't no one, want to. Like, when it says, like, it'll give you some of the... Um, it'll always say, like, on, like, if you go on, like, any shade room post, then it's, like, really delicious. It'll have like most of the writing and then it'll stop mid-word and say, go check out our website. Them people are not fucking doing that. They're That's not. all that they need to know for someone to have a, a, a very ill-informed opinion about something that wasn't written objectively. That is like, it's like the, the takes are so cheap. Cheap. Oh my God. Like um, I just, and you know, I will say that I do have the luxury that me and my friends can talk freely about how shitty the shade room is because we are the ones most affected by a lot of the shit that they post. Yes. And again, because like I said, how they are like the, the model or the standard for the, the black blog, you have other blogs like, say, The Neighborhood Talk that was founded by Kyle Anferty, mm -hmm. who couldn't even get like a fucking verified check before you were able to buy it. Oof. Until like Nicki Minaj went to bat for him, LMAO. Yeah, this actually. is a black gay man. Again, his blog started out as something he was always railing against the powers that be because he used to exist at the Shade Room, and then he left for I guess like poor treatment and a host of other issues. Mm. To they become the same Hydra that Angie Nwandu and the Shade Room it is. To oh, the yeah. black community in America. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of how... I was like, I don't know why I expected this. Because I never really can expect much from Butch Queens. <laughs> but like... Oh, you said it, not me. I thought that at least we had an ally and a black gay man who had a blog of that magnitude and that, like, presence. And so when I see all of these, like, extremely hostile posts or these, like, really fucked up takes... Like, I hate the... Well, what do you think? Like, or Ooh. this child has decided that they're gonna identify as this. What do you think, neighbors? What 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 fuck the you. fuck is fuck you? Fuck you. Fuck or that you. like fucking like, just hilarious, just with the mess and her transphobic comments. She's so like 
How is she still on the air? I just feel like she just keeps getting louder and louder, and that's why we have to keep listening. Cause so you know what? This oh my god, I'm so happy we're on this. Please, like, I think oh, I would love the, to have. On this. So you know, just hilarious. She's not really particularly hilarious. She's not hilarious honest. at all. I don't know anyone who's ever said turn on that just hilarious comedy special. <laughs> and as for what just what just hilarious. What she means is she is she is a symptom of a larger issue that is happening in America, not just Black America, America, America. And it's just like right now, you have like the government itself, the machines, the, the state-sanctioned violence, all that shit. That is, we're in a state of like great regression. Seriously, and yeah. like granted, Obama was like the fire lord and was bad. Mm-hmm. And many other pro, um, the, and the many modes of progress that he made as it pertained to queer and trans people in this country, you now see so many things being rolled back. Otherwise, like uh, Ron DeSantis wouldn't exist. And the problem with that we are experiencing is Republicans as a whole are using queer and transness as a red herring mm-hmm. for the issues that are really plaguing America because that it's easy to attack. Like, Super. people don't have the wherewithal to mobilize and realize that their productive rights are being taken from them. Exactly. That low-key work about to, like, they're about to roll. I wouldn't be surprised if they ran back loving Reed Virginia. Like... It's, it's, we're on it's our next way. on the docket. It's we're next on, on our way to segregation. But the issue is someone's child wanting to be themselves in a world that is like greatly fucked up or people wanting to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is your biggest problem. Like how or how we send like billions of dollars in aid to other countries. But you, my problem, my ill is someone wanting to get a, a letter changed in their ID mm-hmm. or having proper pronouns. Like all of this shit is a red herring. And what they are, what Republicans are realizing, particularly the white Republicans, just the conservatives, is that one, there are more negatives, there are more niggas who are conservative than not. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that there are a lot of niggas who are conservative. 100%. And two, they are realizing that the black male vote is an untapped source. Market. And they are marketing the fuck out of it. 100%. Like there are so many, there's so many men who I know who, well, let me stop there because I like I'm not in community or relationship with these men, but there are people who I have seen. They believe that queer and trans people have like all of these rights and protections and have made all of these great strides. leaps and strides. And it's like I can't like. Do you not realize that I am a black trans woman, but I am black. Exactly. I am just as black as you are, but it's like they lump in like. They, they they just really forget. Like, they seem to think that queer and transness or any kind of, like, gender bending, like, identity or just any kind of political ideation Im- immediately cancels out blackness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is what these white Republicans and that is what, like, the powers that be are banking on Totally. Right now. Like, because it's not going to stop at queer and transness. It's no. not going to stop there. For, like, America is becoming Gilead. It is. It does feel that way. It really it's does. It's not going to stop. Like, I thought people would have really taken alarm when they were really trying, to, when they were dealing with the abortion rights. Oh, uh, yeah. That was that was like, when I knew. That's I'm like, when I oh, knew. if y'all are not fighting now, 
it's over at this point. If white women aren't burning down the streets to the repealing of abortion rights, like it's it really is done. Y'all don't see the problem until they're forcing you to have kids like the ones who should rally and be setting shit on fire in the streets are not immediately affected because their money affords them the ability Mm -hmm. to like say go out of the country to get an abortion or Uh to go somewhere for sure and the poorest people somehow are still like tricked into voting against their own self-interest yeah like imagine like billy bob and yeah. like, I don't know, Missouri in some podunk town that hasn't seen like a drop of rain in 75 mm-hmm. years will will drive 50, 50, 11 miles to vote against his own self-interest. It's like, amazing. imagine these like the real welfare queens. What a country, huh? The real welfare queens. You know, we, we talk about undoing respectability here all the time. What all of this points to to me is people recognizing they are disempowered and and to me at least in this country it is always about your proximity to to poverty that determines how much power you have and the overlap with the color of your skin or your gender identity or your sexuality or 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 your your how you identify if you identify as a woman or whatever it is um your Proximity to being powerless is strong and it controls many portions of your life. And also your ability to step out of that or to get a leg up, to move up is uh, completely controlled by the powers that be, right? Mm -hmm. So people look for what they can control. And the first place they go is respectability policing respectability and in and the narratives that we've been fed have told us that aligning with respectability will get you and your people to the places they need to go will get them the powers that they need will get them the money that they need will get them that life that they are seeking right i think religion is another tool that is used Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely used in, in as a, a tool of power and um, control. And it, I feel like it's one of the primary tools of respectability, if not the guiding principle of respectability, in my eyes, at least. So when we talk about people voting against their own interests or people not recognizing that what they align with is actually doing themselves their the people, greatest disservice. the greatest disservice fun fact black women save everyone every time all, all the time, the time. When, oh my god when you look at those fucking results it's amazing black women come out in the numbers it's to crazy. save everyone and then when you look at the growing number of black men hispanic people asian people all of these other like minorities which is really like really if you think about it actual the folks who represent the global majority Mm -hmm. in this country who are like within each year increasing in voting against their own self-interest. Yeah. And it's just like, are you not ashamed? It's not working. It's not, well, it's not working for you. I also, I also believe that, you know, inherently like a vote actually doesn't matter, you know, whatever, but it's just as a tally of 
where people have people who do still have faith or believe in or you know perform the performance of voting um what they as a tally of what they think to be the right thing to do or what they believe in or whatever seeing that tally is just all the more um eye-opening and uh, like stomach churning honestly to just be like okay like this is here to say the the not just the increasing levels of conservatism and but more just the the lack of a uh, of an opposing thought or the lack of uh like and even coming together a belief that something else could happen or something else exists like this is a reality that people we as 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 a people who are a little more aware i would say or at least are having the other conversations the 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 viewpoints that are contradicting or that are challenging like maybe we are sort of like a okay what about the fight what about the resistance to mm -hmm. it just even the thought just the resistance and thought but to see that i that we have peers or people who are increasingly like it's my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. And my way is what's best for me. And my way is what's best for my people. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not even going to entertain another way of thought or it, enter, even entertain that there is another existence. To have that sort of fractured um, viewpoint or just lens with which you view your existence here in the United States and, and is really just like kind of, I mean, I have I have come to terms with it personally. I see what's happening. I understand what's happening. I am just looking to make my peace with it and hopefully make an impact in my more hyper local communities. But on a grander scale, like is this really feels very like apocalyptic and 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 like end of days for me. But when when we talk about like bringing it back to what we were talking about and like you know shade room how dangerous they are and they need to be scrubbed from the internet scrubbed exactly i think what the shade room does and you know the religious undertones not even undertones overtones um the the sort of like baiting that they do i think it all plays into this idea of perpetuating respectability aligning yourself with it as black people like it feel it's not even like a it's like it's a familiar space to be it's a familiar space like and and the notion is we've always had like a a, a for respectability and mm -hmm. then there's always been a culture against it and for me it's increasingly um scary and disheartening um to feel as though like that opposition is no longer exists. Like it is just one giant blob of people sort of consuming the same thing unquestioningly. Mm -hmm. And I, there, there's there's zero critical thought there. But you know, again, that's the beauty of being the black Fox News. Like no one there who writes these things or puts these things are, are critical thinkers themselves. Exactly. Like, or maybe they. I I think they might actually be and be extremely intentional with what they're doing. You can't you can't sit there and be like, I approve this post for 20 something million people and not think about the impact that's going to have. They're thinking about money and dollars and who is funding that shit. Like, right. 
just just besides the average person who's trying to like say advertise their business and is paying like X amount of money for like a post on that page, you bet your bottom fucking dollar that high power conservatives are putting their money into the shade room as an organization totally to like really peddle some bullshit. Or if you take a look on the religious side of it, like when the founder of the shade room attends a particular family's church. Mm -hmm. And so they never cover anything bad about that family. Mm -hmm. And it seems like anytime there's some like religious shit that happens, the following post is, well, look at these queer people and look at them like asserting themselves. What do you think roommates? (sighs) Like we have to stop having takes on people's lives. We We have to stop taking, we have to stop having these bullshit takes on people who are like literally trying to get from point A to point B. That's it. Without experiencing grievous bodily harm. 100%. 100%. And, you know, it just, the again, the posturing, the signaling, the like lack of actual intellect into any of this. So just, a, just can somebody please read something, like something else? Like, can somebody please, it just, it just, yeah, it's just so frustrating to me. And initially, truthfully, when I when I started when I started noticing, like, or not noticing, I had always seen that the shade room was sort of like, okay, it's gossipy. It's got these like morning inspiration, mm-hmm. like whatever. It it had kind of always been that way. But when I saw that there was like, you're actually reinforcing this 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 page is actually reinforcing sexism it is uh reinforcing colorism it is like reinforcing i like whether in, uh, uh explicitly or implicitly body image issues dysmorphia like i was just like as for black women in particular mm-hmm. you know like the advertisements the like are we really talking about tummy tea right now are we it was just black like tummy tea i know that shit don't fucking work at all it actually know, does, it does not, not work. make people fucking work it had like wasn't it proven to just be like a giant dose of caffeine? It just makes you run around like a chicken with your head caught off and then eventually go to the bathroom and take a, a fat ass shit. It's- it does zero ultimately for like actual fucking weight loss or health per- or health benefits whatsoever. Like the shade room is evil with an Instagram account. 100%. They are evil. 100%. And Grant, I'm so happy though that a lot of people's eyes are waking up to just how evil the shade room is. Ah, uh, yeah, you and know. And until enough people get fucking tired, especially like celebrities, until enough of them get tired because they're not because no one else is fucking covering them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep doing what they do. They're gonna keep spreading evil. They're gonna keep spreading conservative misinformation and well-intended mm-hmm. conservative misinformation. It's like an evil, well-oiled machine. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Sad. Extremely. Shame on you, Angie Nwandu. Shame, Shame on you. Shame on you and, and your ugly box works- braids. Oh. <laughs> like, please. Shame. For like, shame. Girl, we're going to need you to post more about the, t- the Jake's family and that stolen kid. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Love that, actually. Yeah, we are. Um, we've dragged religion here before. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Um, on that note, let's take a little break. 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 Dun, dun, dun. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
And we're back. It's the girls checking in on more girls. Oh, yeah, we're recording. We're back. We're back, yes. We're back, yeah. Do we want to do this segment in British accents? We could. Or like, you know, those accents. I'm I'm down to do it. I'm I'm working on mine. All right. But, but, okay, before we get into it. Okay. There, you know, there's so many different British accents, right? I know. So, like, I do know now. I'm trying to do a South London one, but I'd be, like, failing. I'd be fucking it up. And, and the fun ones, like, an Essex one is really funny, Mm -hmm. like, fun. Wherever, yeah, that's where um, Jess from Love Island is from. She's, Mm. I'm pretty sure it was Essex. Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that's, like, ooh. (laughs) God, it's almost Australian, and it's it's like I want to learn the trashier ones. I know I sh- I feel like you know South London ones are like it's a given. They're I should hot because it a is. lot of the South London accents are also mixed with like say uh, accents from like other countries, like say like a lot of African continents, mm-hmm. not African continents, LMAO, other <laughs> African countries. <laughs> Yo, that, oh wow, talk about blooper. We're going to keep this no, in. Do you not better. cut this out. We better. We keep had, this in. We've had our fair fair share of African blooper If we're going to be honest, because you know, everyone comes from Africa. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but like, I love like say the Jamaican British accent, mm-hmm. the like Nigerian Ghanaian British accent. Like, mm-hmm. I just love how like they blend so beautifully. And then, like, because the people they'll have like they'll they because whether they speak in their like native accent, I love how they switch between them. Yes, sometimes it's just so beautiful. Yeah, they really do mesh well. I love that. And I just wanna, I I feel like. As an a fake aspiring voice actor, mm-hmm. like if I'm gonna do it, I better do it right. I wanna do the research. Okay, so who's your fake voice actor name right now? Come on, give it to me. Oh my god. I don't know. I hate I hate doing this on the spot. I'm really bad at this. I have to think about it. When you see when you close your eyes and you hear me speaking, okay. what's her name? Yours? Yeah. Like my regular? voice actor name. My voice actor name. Like regular or like your British voice actor name? Mm, let's go regular first. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. People only know I'm from New York because I um speak fast and have an attitude problem. I would do like Georgia Lester. <gasps> I love that. Want Georgia Lester. Georgia. Georgia Lester. Georgia Lester. Yeah. Love that. I like Georgia Lester. Love Georgia. Now, but is Georgia spelled? It's not like Georgia Smith. No, like Georgia. Like great, like the state. Like Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. We're not doing that newfangled spelling. I can't on with that. No, I can't with that. You said that, it's it's giving biracial. We're not doing that shit like that. Uh, I'm different. I'm different. J O R J A. I'm different. You're biracial. George, like you're biracial. Saint George. You're biracial and you have the same face as every other biracial <laughs> singer. Screaming. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we have our weekly segment called Checking Checkin on Your Girls. Checking check, check, check on, on Your, your girl. Girls. Checking on Your Girls. Checking on Your Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Checking on Your Girls. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go switch in and out of my British I'll accent because she's. <laughs> can she's, I uh, can I tell you like a quick story? Oh, so please. I went up to like went up to Cold Spring. I was like year before last for like just like I like a little girl's getaway. Love and. The person's house that we were staying at, he was like a friend of, of course, like one of the girls. His name, his name was also Jake, and uh, he had met me. So I was like, "Yo, I want to speak in a British accent and see if he knows like I'm bullshitting." So like I only <laughs> spoke in a British accent, and then he went in the next room to take a phone call, and then Naya was my homegirl. Naya was asking me something, and I completely <laughs> forgot about it. And like the moment I like said what I said, I covered my like, <gasps> I said, "Oh my god." <laughs> Did he hear? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh wow! Like it was instant. I didn't even think about. It. She's like, she like, she could have asked me like, like, do you know what the temperatures are like, girl? I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> like I didn't even think about it. In the moment I was like, oh my god! Like internally I was like, oh shit, he heard us. He had to have heard us. Oh no! Did he figure it out? Uh, he it did initially. He figured it out. Oh. But it was just so funny. I was like, yo. This I just game. like that he's like acknowledging the, the bit and it's like not calling it out. Love. Because we like a person who doesn't call it out. Be a, be a sport. Be a good sport. But also I want, what's it called? This is not the culture where we give ribbons to out to everyone. You know what I'm saying? That. We don't. So if you're a winner, you're a winner. You're you know what I mean? I feel like you are winning. I feel like he figured out, because it's very hard to stick to the script. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how actors do it. You know, Many it's, takes. it's really repetition. It really is. And it's repetition and a general hint of annoyance. For sure. Because I know if I'm like off book or if everyone is like fucking up their lines, it just motivates me to know my shit more. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like it's like a badge of pride to, to say my lines without having to look at my script. And the beauty of that is the secret to being off book is you have to know your lines before and after. Exactly. Exactly. You need to know the whole conversation. You need to know the whole conversation. Do your research. And on that note, we're back for checking on your go. <laughs> you ate that. You ate it. Yeah. Wow. Right. So the girl we're checking in on, checking on your go. Mm-hmm. The girl we're checking in on today. Sexy red. Sexy red. Don Christian in in girl form. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Actually, the glasses, Absolutely. the glasses. Yeah, it's just it's there. Um, wanted to check in on Sexy Red. Lots mm-hmm. happening with Sexy Red. She is like She's I just the princess of the industry right now. She really is, and I, you know, I. Oh my god! Oh my god! What? 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 Are we allowed to say this on the mic? What did you say? A, a, a mouse. Whenever they mouse, a big ass rat. Is it in here? In- yes. Oh. You see it? Yep. It's inside. Yes. Look, look. I'm not looking. Okay, I can't. don't look. <laughs> and it just turned out that checking on your girl, we're really checking on a Rahel. Oh, no. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God, Jake. This is camp. Oh. I like, can't even look. I can't even look. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! This is comedy. 
<laughs> it's big. And you got Jake just running over there. Like, it's not like big, like, you know, real New York rats. Listen, that is not beta by any means. He handled that. Yo, that He's, was I like. I have my Air Maxes <laughs> on the table. It's the way it ran over and then Jake went after it and then it ran back in that direction. <gasps> Did you get it? Do you hear that? It's Yo, been caught. I hope the, ma- the mic caught that. Oh my God. Oh wow. It's been caught. All right. Safety It's gone. It's gone, everyone. Wow. That, and then wow. That round of applause for a real man. Round of applause. Round for of applause. Us I literally. gentleman, Jacob Robbins. Mr. He, Robbins. He did Hats that. Hats off to you, Mr. Hats Robbins. Hats off to you, Jacob Robbins. Wow. Cheers, everyone listening. Cheers. Wow. He he really saved us from the great rat crisis of, uh, the, of the country. From the bubonic plague. The bubonic plague. I'm genuinely impressed. We're, too, we're a traditional... <laughs> Do you see this? I a traditional t- man, yeah? Traditional man. A strapping traditional strapping, man. Yeah. Honestly. Over six feet is he tall. Fit? He's fit. He's fit. He's brilliant. Ooh. He is the man. And we're back to sexy red. Thank back. you. Thank you. So Ooh. do you have any thoughts? Um, so she's our industry darling right mm. now. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And the girl. And I I have love. I have loved Sexy Red since she did her uh, Vanessa Carlton cover. A hundred percent. They were not rocking with her. They rocked with her as a meme back then, as a moment, as a viral moment. Fucked with her back then. Fucked with her. She had another. What was the? She had another moment after that that I absolutely loved. But for her, she got her titties done. Came Period. back big time. Period. And has been on the rocket to the moon ever since. And I'm so fucking happy for her. Ski-yi. I, first off, her affect is like my mm. favorite thing ever. Ski. Exactly. And you trying to see what's up? Like that delivery. Like, we love a deadpan. We love a deadpan. We, we, it's giving emotionless. It's I'm giving, out of town, thugging with my round, uh-huh. my Gucci pink, my, my booty hole brown. It's it's giving dissociative, and I love. <laughs> I live for it. I'm like me too, shorty. I love her because she really is the ghetto, like you know, woo child, the ghetto, like she the is. Daughter. She is the white refrigerator. Actually, actually, that's so funny. We referenced the white, the refrigerator, white refrigerator before. <laughs> And Nini, ooh, child, get she said, up. What refrigerator, please? Let's go find you a home. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, um, when we were advertising, when Don and I were advertising our first episode, I put up a clip of um, Suki and Sexy Red's song, and they did a like a freestyle video of it in mm-hmm. the parking lot of a Popeye's barefoot. And her one of her lines was like, um, I can't even remember recite it 100 percent. But she's like basically like, um, 
my discharge was green, but I'm back. You know, like I'm good. I'm I'm back in the game. We back Kill and clean. Because I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, like I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna find it. We're gonna play. We're gonna plug that in. I'm gonna find the clip. We're gonna plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Exactly. People are like, it's giving ghetto because it's like too honest. And I think she's just kind of one of the girls that's just like actually, actually ghetto, actually ghetto. There's no adoption of ghetto. Aesthetics. She's and, actually ghetto, and it's not performative. It is a whole honest, wholeheartedly, honestly. I'm from the gutter. I don't want to know differently. I'm not even gonna try and act differently. And it's just a hundred percent her every day. And. That line was indicative of it. I mean, pussy pink, booty hole brown, obviously indicative of like LOL, but also like a very true statement. Fuck, and it's like it is, of course, very true. It's just facts. Not not one line was told. And um, recently, she was at the. I saw this clip that went viral. I follow her on Twitter, or whatever you call it now. Um, and <laughs> she was like. People are like, why does Sexy Red have that look on her face? She's like sitting in the audience. She had tweeted right during during the VMAs was like, I'm where's the food at? I'm fucking hungry. Like Mm -hmm. genuinely like been backstage. There's no food. And she's sitting there looking like she's literally scrolling through her phone and like looking very tired and over it. And people are like, why is sexy like fishing? Being like, mm-hmm. why does sexy red look like that in the audience? She looks pissed and over. She said, I told y'all I was hungry. Like, 100%. She's like, I'm just mad because I'm hungry. Why, why we eat the VMAs? And I ain't got no food to eat. I can't get no food to eat. Like, yeah, actually, very honest thoughts. Where is the food, MTV? Why aren't you feeding your girl? MTV hasn't been that girl in years. So why At they, all. They're not Do they MTV, even have budget for food? I mean, what is the uh, music... In- television and yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, they're really not known for the music and certainly not for, the, for their television. And it's like, I don't expect them to feed people. Like, are we really expecting like quality crafty at all? Uh, MTV Awards? I think the fuck not. Well, I think they were trying to do, again, we keep bringing this up, the 50th anniversary hip hop no, shit. So it was very, it's not happening. It wasn't what it, that's what it was. It was very black heavy and hip hop heavy. Like there were so many. We must think niggas don't eat. I don't know what they were thinking, but they must have thought niggas don't complain. But Sexy Red, again, truth teller. This girl complains. She just tells the truth, the honest truth. I love her. Like, I I, I don't have a problem with, like, with what she does. Like, And I'm not offended by it. And I just, like, I giggle at all of those people who get upset about it online. Because y'all, y'all, like, y'all like these dishonest people. Y'all, like, a lot of y'all faves adopt these aesthetics. They adopt the long nails. Exactly. And the interesting wigs and the attitudes and the the demeanor and the affect. They adopt all of that shit because when they go home, they're boring. Vapid. They're very boring, vapid, no original thoughts. Nothing. Like, who can I adopt? It's like, they love Drake. That's why so many people love Drake because, like, he steals. He steals from everyone. Exactly. Uh, he's such a uh, like a successful agent of capitalism. It's he amazing. is a successful thief. Like, he's been Dominican. He's been from the south. He's been he's from been Jamaica. From London. He might be from Nigeria. Yeah, I think he's. Is he not on that wave? As he, as you know, he sometimes he, reaches back to being Jewish when he it's is convenient. Pan-African. He really Pan. is. He he's is, Pangea. He's a man of the world. 
He's worldly. He's worldly. He is worldly. I mean, mm. look at the material. But yeah, we were biracial checking trash. in. Bi- oh, trash, period. Trash, garbage. Bi- biracial trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. Um, what's the word they use? Rubbish. Bollocks. Bollocks. He's 100% that. Ooh, I could I could do it a whole episode on how much I hate Drake. Um, Future episode? 100%. Guess, guess 100%. You know, next episode. Come and kiki with us. Yeah, anytime. She, he's just gonna be giggling yeah. oh, you know, and recording. Yo, definitely gonna be having a sudden gasp here and there. <laughs> we love you, Donos. Donos. Don Christian Jones. Love you. We love, love you. you. Yeah? Love you. Um, Smooches. Yeah. Rahel was and I were talking about how people were comparing "Sexy Red" and Janae Aiko's lyrics mm. about the sexual nature and how. There's a tweet that went viral about someone saying they prefer Janae Aiko over Sexy Red, which then led to their person being told almost to diversify their portfolio. Look at the lyrical content. Mm. Like, what's wrong with my coochie pink and my booty hole brown versus he got to eat the booty like groceries? Like, that's not like. I hate because the, because the bitch croons over an R and B beat that I guess that makes it more palatable or more sophisticated. Like, but there's like a layer, there's like a, there's many layered things that happen there. Like you know, Janae Aiko is lighter skin. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, she might be considered exotic. Yeah, she has extremely fine hair, and she's you know, all nyam hogo ringe kyo. I know that jazzy shit, and you know, like she's just she's seemingly non threatening. LMAO with her doing a video with a bunch of niggas basically threatening her ex-husband Crips to be exact. Mm-hmm. But um, that's another conversation. It is. Because like, let me tell you something. Don't get me wrong. I love, you got a song called Pussy Fairy. And I like it. I'm not going to hold you. I like, listen, when I'm drunk, I too like to fuck when I'm drunk. Yeah. It's I don't know. I, I won't facts. identify I like to suck when I'm drunk because like, that's a lot going on. It is. But like, she said she liked to fuck when she drunk. She like to suck when she drunk. Baby, you know what's up. Again, facts. Statements. And because, you know, you put out a song, you know, because, you know, it's all cute because she sits in front of a, like a ship in the ocean. Mm-hmm. In some underwear and like, what, a knitted top. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> you know? Suggestive. <sighs> like, but that's, people love that versus ski. You know? Like, I, like, is Sexy Red a swimmer? We don't know. But why would she front like it? Sexy Red don't need to swim. She don't exactly. Maybe she don't want to swim. She's barefoot on a concrete. Happy. Happy. In her red hair. She don't, you know, she like I'm glad that Sexy Red is ghetto. I'm I'm just like, I love me a ghetto woman on the scene. I'm so tired of the oversaturation of these hyper spiritual artists who want to be seen as different, who wanna be, who want to like so many of these girls are adopting that like Sade aesthetic, like you know Ugh, the pull the, back like, hair, fucking Snow the Allegra. Sick and tired of her. First of all, Snow Allegra sounds like she kind of sounds like Michael Jackson. I I said that. Snow Allegra definitely sounds like Michael Jackson. And uh, <laughs> just very sleepy. Of Michael Jackson on Propofol. <sighs> America. America. On local but and general yeah. anesthesia. <laughs> Like, have you like, ever been on propofol? I haven't. Do you have you? I have. I had a. What um, does it feel 
I so I had a, so, a shoulder surgery as okay. you guys reconstruct my my broken collarbone and fall. I <laughs> they put me on so they 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 counted me down mm-hmm. when I they were like it's time to wake up and I was like I felt like I had taken the most delicious amazing nap and I was coming up and I was like so when does the surgery start they're like you're done sweetie exactly like yeah it's over if I can be honest like I am definitely like fond of like trying out like you know drugs like not like meth you know right let's clear that up listeners we not not crystal meth yeah, not, not like heroin. We're not smoking crack. We're not doing that. You know, like you know the fun stuff. Yeah, like, I love it. I love it. You know, like, love. Love I've it. Done, E-pill. You know, like, I've definitely um done my fair share of a dabble. Can I be honest? more than a dabble? I have, yeah, for my first like ever flight, I popped the perk just to see what it was like. Mind you, on like it says that you're not supposed to have any drinks. I had already had like two drinks though in the airport lounge. So then when I was like on the plane and it started to kick in, I was like, ooh, this is exciting. You feel myself. It was so fun. It really was. This is a flight to Puerto Rico. So I was like, oh, I'm melting in this plane seat. And the flight is not even long enough for you to melt. It was like three and a half hours. hours. I was like, oh, this is life. Like, this feels like I've made it. I've made it. I've made it. I had to take off, like, practically everything I had because it was, like, freezing out here. And it's hot fucking Georgia. (laughs) Puerto Rico's airport. I know. And, like, departures. There is no AC. There's no AC. It looks extremely archaic. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got all this shit on. These people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But love that for you. It was iconic. I, you know, we're not going to, like, you know... We are going to promote drug use a little bit. We're going to promote fun, healthy, safe drug use. Not the kind that robs you of your resources and beauty. Exactly. Exactly. Or your sanity. You know. You know, but. Have you like seen? Only the stuff that enhances. Enhances, you know. Um, Enhances and trances. And trances. Love a a trance. Word of the day, ensorcelled. I love that word. Ensorcelled. I love that word, ensorcelled. Wow. It's such a fun word, ensorcelled. Sorcelled. Ensorcelled. It's definitely a $5 word. It was, I feel like it's a little more than that. Ensorcelled. Okay, so ensorcelled means like, I'm going like off the dome here because like I forgot like I don't know what Miriam Webster says. Sorry, right. like, she ain't been around in a minute. It's like you're extremely taken, like you're like enraptured, like <gasps> you're really like just like engulfed, en- engulfed, enveloped, like deeply en- enchanted by like what it is that you're like viewing or consuming. Is it E N S O R N E L D E L E D? And sorcelled. Sorcery. It's like, it doesn't, it's just it's like a good mouthfeel. Like, I went to Jacob Robbins' solo show. Like, the work that I saw there, I was ensorcelled. 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 Wow. I actually love that. That's not, that was not one of my SAT words. And I feel like it should have been. Ensorcelled. Like, the, like the listener that. to this episode. And to our British accent. To our British accent. What yeah. it does. What does it do? It ins- it wait, ensorcelled. Mm-hmm. So it I was ensorcelled. So it's an adjective? To ensorcel. 
To ensorcelled, you yeah. I I was ensorcelled. Okay, so it's a verb. Ooh, the former English major. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. It's intransitive verb. We'll see. Dun, 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 Tune dun. in next time. Tune in next time. Um, but yeah. Oh, sexy red. Yes, shorty. Oh, I on a on a way more serious note with mm-hmm. with sexy red. And this is something Don and I had had a conversation about. And I was like, I love her even more for this. She did a uh, some sort of podcast, a podcast with mm-hmm. um, Lil Yachty and somebody else. And they were interviewing her. And I can't remember what his question was, but I feel like it was like, what's it was either like, what's the most difficult thing that's happened to you? What's the hardest thing you've been through? And she very like matter of factly, nonchalantly was like, I was raped. And they they didn't it was like radio silence literally radio silence and Lil Yachty was like well damn you have to go in and say all that like like basically like very literally saying like we should redirect and I was like why nigga you asked the question asked and she me, answered you tell us like the craziest thing that's ever happened to you mm. crazy shit it's gonna stay between us I got raped over that's the craziest thing that ever happened to me Maybe something a little under that. Okay, yeah, maybe something. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, so, yeah. I don't know. Okay, like, maybe something. Shoot out. There we go. And she answered honestly, like, and it was more of like a, not that you have to interrogate it, but here's an opportunity mm-hmm. for somebody who gave you a really real answer for you to step up to the plate and respond in an appropriate way. I think there was somebody else on the show who was sort of like, damn, I'm sorry that happened or something. But it was after much fumbling and i was just like and she was really seemingly unfazed mm-hmm. but the way they redirected mm-hmm. i hated that because they redirected the conversation she opened up and said something and then they redirect the conversation and she had to respond and respond to the redirection and i was like y'all not even worthy of her time like that's dumb why 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 not think about the parameters of what somebody might say like you you should know who you're interviewing to be honest when you like when you see situations like that you realize the the tenderness that these men offer to the women around them are the same tenderness that they will offer to their mothers and their sisters exactly which is to say they have none to offer nothing nothing not one bit you couldn't show any like not a like an ounce of empathy like nothing like it was it was crazy to me it was like kind of shocking you could even come up with a really generic response of like, I'm sorry that happened to you. or I'm sorry. Like, or like you, you could be like, do you want to talk about that more? Just like anything, bro. Not nearly a modicum of care. At bro. all. At all. Another person I think is gay, but whatever. Lil, uh, Lil Boat. Lil Boat. <laughs> 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 whatever anyways i loved her so much more for that and she was just like anyway no surprises here that Mm -hmm. you guys don't know how to respond to that don't care and forcing me to redirect she kept kept it moving like she usually do next day i saw her doing a sound check in her in a nightgown literally a a bonnet and nightgown and slippers period and i was like yeah exactly she does not feel the pressure to be this agent of the machine like sis just wants to get money Mm -hmm. and like 
support her family. For some of these people, that's literally the dream. Like, they don't want to consume the world in this, like, savage way. Like, she doesn't want to own buildings and properties. Like, she doesn't want her own personal fiefdom. She just wants to get money, get her hair done. Take care of her kid. Take care of her kid, herself, and her friends and her family. And that's it. Like, just keep And that's literally fine. Like, that is closer to an American dream than, you know, a house in a picket fence with some funky ass kids. Exactly. Exactly. I love that for her. And I'm happy for her. And I, I just was like, I saw. Something about her, like she posting on Instagram or the, a picture posted on Instagram with Drake mm-hmm. and like somebody, some of these other artists, other like leeches who just try to get in proximity to the next hot, hottest thing so that they can stay relevant. And I was just like, I'm glad that it's thus far. Mm-hmm. She hasn't made any like. Oh, my God. That young lady has either the best discernment or she has an excellent fucking team. Totally. 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 She has an excellent fucking team. I think whatever she's, it is. She's been around though. She's been around for a minute. And I feel like she's she's had her highs and she's had some lows and she's like had to deal with the bullshit. So like it's very get me paid mm-hmm. and, and get me find home. me ways. Yes. And find me ways to continue getting paid. So I love that for her. Wigs are getting more and more laid. Glasses, the same. Love. Love. Yeah, just giving. She's thicker now. I love that for mm-hmm. her. Love the titties. Just love we it. Love it. Love love it. it. We here. love it for her. She's doing it. We love. We love the dissociative look in her eyes. Like, I, I'm here for that. I just want to, like. I want her to make her acting debut, if we're being honest. It's, but can it be during the writer's strike? During the strike? That's not gonna end anytime soon. It's to not. Be it's not. But you see how all these like people are getting dragged for being scabs, right? I mean, like the Drew Barrymore woman. Uh huh. Oh, she mind you, she came out with a statement that I saw posted on. You guessed it, the shade room. Uh huh. Like she's decided that she's not gonna do it after careful consideration. Girl, I just like another white lady saying, "I'm gonna do what I want." Until she realizes that everyone's not going to go for her doing what she wants. At all. And so now, I'm not going to betray you all. Shame. She was like, I get it now. But she came out first with a video, a tearful video being Tearful, because, you know. White tears. Delicious. Commodity. Hottest commodity. Delicious. Gather them in a glass. Vacuum Assorted white tears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, witches. Anyways. Um. Yeah, they dragged her. Also, Pinky Doll was getting dragged because she <laughs> crossed the picket line. Did she really? She was. She signed something to act in something. I don't really know. Shout um, outs to um, A24 mm-hmm. and I think Magnolia for agreeing to the strike terms. I know it's definitely A24. Yeah. But like two of these, like, of course, the usual art house, like alternate like film houses. That agree to the strike terms so they're able to continue to make movies. I'm like, duh. Like, A24 has always been in charge of the girls. And now I think this just proves that A24 is leading the pack. It actually, actually, factually, love that. Love that. I'm trying to remember. Was it, like, 
what put A24 on the map? I want to say it was maybe like Moonlight or something, but it could have been something else, but been a fan ever since. They just like make like really bomb ass movies. Totally. And it's not limited to the American film market. Like at all. I saw a movie of theirs recently. I think it was like it came out in January or February. It's called Close. Mm-hmm. But I had known about it well into like June, July of 2022. It's about these two young friends. Um I think it's like set in Belgium. But like they alternate between like whatever fuck language they speak in Belgium and French. LMAO. Uh, is it Belgian? No, wait. Flemish. 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 Ooh, Flemish, like blemish. Yes. Well, basically it's about these two young friends, Remy and Leo. Um, they're two young boys. The premise of I guess it begins like them coming off of what I guess is like summer vacation, mm-hmm. starting school. And they're very close. Like, they have, like, that untainted, like, you know, real brotherhood that childhood kind of affords. And then I guess, like, there's, like, starting high school. And the nature of their relationship is under heavy scrutiny. And so, of course, because kids are awful beings, they're like, oh, y'all are in a relationship or you must be gay. And one of them cannot handle the scrutiny the and of course the homophobia that is happening and so he distances himself and tries to prove to be his own man playing sports you know conforming to you know particular masculine expectations and the other one is heartbroken because <laughs> in his mind he's like my friend is pulling away from me i don't know what's going on we don't talk we don't hug like they slept in the same bed like the one they were always at each other's houses they're like each other family's unofficial son and so for him it is like devastating because he's a young man and he doesn't have the language to express I'm hurt by you leaving me. I'm hurt that our friendship is suffering. And so, of course, like like any story was like the nature of friendship is tested. Of course, one of them takes his life. The one who was hurt, he takes his own life. And by that time when like the boy that kind of comes to his senses, it's too late. Oh, no. And it was was, was such a beautiful film. The score was beautiful. It was a wonderful, wonderful film. A24, just fucking nailing it. Thank you for the stories. They really are telling all the good stories. Everything else feels like fucking trash. I was watching something recently that was like, just like whatever. I can't even remember what it was. One of these like big, big blockbuster films. It was just like we were, I was, it was playing on off of Plex and the CGI in the movie was like everything about this movie was so bad. You're not talking like, about the Flash, are you? Well, the Flash is legendary for how the, bad that, that fucking was CGI. That was a crock of shit. That was crazy. It how they like, let that fly is beyond. I was like, well, I feel like I've seen better CGI and gameplay on YouTube. Actually, actually, the, and this was the same. It was like I think it was it was a Tom Tom Cruise movie, maybe like a Mission Impossible or. Good grief! It was so bad. It was. So it literally looked like a six-year-old child like drew the face in Photoshop. Thomas just, Cruz. Thomas. Thomas. Thomas and Cruz. Whew. Wow. Anywho, we we digress. <laughs> we love sexy red. We love and sexy that's what red. Matters. That's all that matters. Protect her at all costs. Keep your dirty, grubby fingers off of her, the machine. And all you faces of it. Drake, you especially. I'm coming for you. Drake Hub. Keep your hands off of her. Nasty work, honestly. N- nasty. 
(laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thanks so much for listening. Marcy, thank you so much for stepping in. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, it has been... It was a blast. It was a blast. It's a blessing, honestly. You you gracing us with your presence is just like... We... I couldn't be more grateful. Thank you. Um, It feels so good to be here. It's so... We can't come back anytime, shorty. Yo, shorty, you can come back anytime. You come through this door anytime you want. Oh, hell's putting the works on me, you guys. I I have to come back now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, toodles. Love you. Bye. Smooches the house.